Spirit Radio Podcasts. A survey has highlighted that mental health issues are now the most common illness in workplaces with something like two in five workers suffering from anxiety and stress. The survey also highlighted that almost half of those under 35, uh, that's an age bracket that's often referred to as the millennials, have taken extended sick leave of a week or more due to stress or anxiety. Now on the line to tell us a wee bit more, we have Karen Gallagher. Now Karen is the Protection Director at Friends First. Uh, Karen, you're very welcome to the show. Yeah, morning Rob, thank you very much. Uh, first of all Karen, tell us about the Friends First survey that you conducted. What, what were you looking to identify with this survey? Well, first of all, Friends First, we're the number one provider of um, individual income protection in Ireland. And what that actually does, it's um, insurance cover. So if somebody is out sick for any reason and they can't work, the policy uh, pays them a replacement income uh, over for the amount of time they're out of work. And if they can't get back to work at all to retirement age. So we're always looking at trends in illnesses, things that are keeping people out of work. Uh, because the cover provides whatever happens to your health and you can't work, you're covered. So obviously it's very important that we're looking at the different um, issues in health in Ireland and what's keeping people out of work. So it's interesting because when you think of people out sick from work or you think of people who've, who are going to disabilities, you probably think of things like you know cancer, accidents, things like that. But yeah. in fact, the number one thing that does keep people out of work, and we found through this survey it's increasing, is mental health issues. So people suffering much more from anxiety and stress in their job for various reasons. And that in turn is, is meaning that they're in a situation where they feel they can't work yeah. for either a few weeks or sometimes extended periods of time. So that's why we conducted um, the survey, just to see um, the trends. And we keep an eye on these things all the time because obviously that feeds into then the claims we're paying people. Yeah. And also, yeah, um, I mean, I can, just, like it's, it's, you know, we've been talking about mental health on the radio and it's uh, been sort of at the forefront of things for all oh, the last few years, really. Yeah. But nevertheless, the, the, these statistics are staggering. Uh, you know, I guess I would have sort of, if somebody had asked me, I would have said, well, maybe one in 10, but uh, two in five, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a totally different kind of a, you know, situation, really. So I, I think it's very interesting because the survey, uh, with over 400 people we served, and it was, as you said, um, focusing on the millennials, I can't say. Millennials. <laughs> millennials. millennials. <laughs> uh, so I think it is interesting that so that um, particular age bracket are feeling this issue more so. Yeah. And, you know, you can speculate for the reasons behind that. But, yes, it is quite worrying. I think the also thing is that um, even people who haven't uh, kind of been out of work yet are worried and say, even though they mightn't have been out sick from work, they're still feeling stress and anxiety and work more than ever. So I think that's interesting too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now, uh, Karen, you know, your field is income protection. You know, you're not a psychologist or anything yeah. like that. But, but, but uh, you, you know, uh, are, are there any contributing factors that is, uh, are occurring to you or that came out of the survey that just sort of yeah. would help us get a bit more understanding yeah. on this? I think, well, obviously we would deal, even though I'm not a medical person, obviously we're dealing in our claims area. We're working with people who are out with stress and anxiety and helping them if we can to see can we do anything with them to get them back to work and there's a few different things I think that age group uh, particularly and we can all speculate about different stresses in society and 
the fast pace we have. I think this always on culture probably doesn't help. I know myself even, you know, you have the phone all the time, yeah. getting work emails, people can't contact you. And I think that there's been quite a lot of talk about that and speculation that maybe there's a little bit too much of that, that people yeah. can't relax and switch off. So I think yeah. that could be contributing towards it. I think another interesting thing um, that people might, that, that we found too, is that sometimes other illnesses, so one of the other, I know we're talking about mental health here, but we've seen a lot of rise in people with cancer claims. And if you have some illness like that, that can actually lead to anxiety or stress or something happens, somebody's sick in your family and things like that. Yeah. So that can have an impact. And we've seen, um, you know, a rise in that, you yeah. know, cancer rates are much higher. And so that, often when we deal with people, and we're talking to them some stress in their lives, either other illnesses they've had or people in their family, and they're getting stress and anxiety from that. So I think it's an, a number of different factors. Um, yeah. And I think we'll probably see it continuing. I think the, the other thing I would say, which is a good thing, I think there's much more awareness. So I think even where I work, um, we certainly have access to employee you know, helplines or if you feel stress and anxiety. So I think we talk about it a lot more, um, which is a good thing. But then also people are more aware of it yeah. too. So I yeah. think that's another factor. Yeah. Okay. So look, just what about, you know, sort of, uh, you know, just putting some framework around this. What about the results in terms of extended sick leave? How much time are people taking off in average? And, and, and what does that tell us about the kind of income protection that people should be looking to get? Well, I think it was interesting in the survey, um, nearly 40% of people said they had taken um, over four weeks sick leave uh, due to something that happened in their health. So either stress, an accident, an illness. And if you think about it yourself, anybody listening, you can probably think of two or three people that you know that have had some long-term sick leave. Yeah. So really, I suppose, um, one of the reasons we did the survey and, and we were, we're thankful that it got uh, a bit of traction is really to raise awareness because one of the things we asked in the survey was if you were out for extended sick leave, first of all, do you know what your employer would pay you? Most people don't really know. Um, and if your employer didn't pay you or you didn't have any backup, how would you survive financially? And I think that was another worrying thing that came out of the survey that a lot of people, first of all, hadn't thought of it. Um, if you're relying on state illness benefit, it's only €198 a week. And the average industrial rate wage is much higher than that. Right. So so I suppose what we're trying to promote is the cover, the income protection cover, is basically a policy that you can take out that if you are sick for any reason, you can't work, that the policy will pay you a replacement income for that period of time. And we actually have some people on claim who never get back to work, unfortunately. Their health keeps them out. Yeah. And they get paid up to retirement age. So your your salary is paid. So that's really what this is about, raising awareness of think, people thinking about, well, if I was out sick for a long term, yeah. how would I survive financially? Yeah, 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 very good. Okay, well, look, um, I mean, uh, you, you, your company, you know, provide all kinds of um, support in this. And uh, if people are interested and want to sort of look at it further, they, they should go first to the website. Does that make yeah, sense? Yes, so if you go to friends, friendsfirst.ie. I, um, and there's an inc- actually a section on income protection. There's some interesting things, if anybody's interested. There's little tools, very simple little tools that you can use that works out what you're actually going to earn between now and retirement age. So if you think of your salary, what you're going to earn, yeah. you know, a lot of people will earn a lot of money over their working life, and it's really ensuring that because if you got sick and you couldn't work, that yeah. you won't be earning that income. It's a little tools, little interactive videos that makes it very simple. So it's a good place to start having a look. Yeah, very and, good. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Karen, that that's enormously helpful and very relevant to you know to the situation we're now looking at. So that's yeah. Karen Gallagher, Protection Director at Friends First. Thanks very much for talking to us this no morning. No problem at all. Yeah. Morning, Rob. Thanks Bye. now. Bye bye. And uh, so that was Karen Gallagher there from Friends First. And if you want to check out that website, see it at friendsfirst.ie. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.